Ngai Mob, it's the end of NADOC week 2023. It's the end of Reconciliation Week 2023. One happens in May and one happens in July. And I'm currently packing up my hotel room from Sydney to travel home from Gadigal country, back home to Lachi Lachi country. And on the drive here, I had so many thoughts rolling around in my head. I've been missing jiu-jitsu. I haven't trained for probably three months. And I made the decision to train when I got to Sydney, even though I didn't feel conditioned. I was worried about injury because of how tight because of how tight my body is from all the traveling that I've been doing and how inactive I've been, because all of my focus and my effort has been on my family, on my business. And this is not an uncommon occurrence, particularly for women or caregivers, where all of our time and our commitment and our focus is taken on our caregiving roles for other people, our families, our jobs, our communities. And we often put ourselves last Um, or at the bottom of the ladder, um, or at the top of the ladder, really, when you think about it, for the things that the priorities and the steps that we need to take to get to where we want to go and to do the things that we feel are important and a priority for us in our day-to-day lives and our goals are moving forward. However, something that I know but don't always practice is my own self-care and my own physical body, my own mind, my own spirit, as being the foundations and the seeds from which everything else grows, from which everything else moves. So I like to talk a lot about creating ripple effects and planting seeds. Ripple effects create momentum from one seed planted, uh, one pebble dropped in the water. We don't know how far the ripple effects will go or how deep the movement under the water will be. And when we plant a seed, we cannot dictate how big that tree will become or how much fruit that that one seed will be able to bear for future people and generations to prosper from. And there's that Maya Angelou saying, when we know better, we do better. That is not my case. And I don't see a lot of that in the world. There are plenty of people in my world and the world at large who know better, who know, but choose not to do better or don't know how to do better with what they know. And there's this gap between awareness and knowing and actually being able to do the work or resource the the change and the next step that needs to happen to be able to do better. And I can see that in reconciliation around so many organizations and people and allies are passionate or are curious or feel the need to want to to do better. They know they need to do something different but are genuinely stuck on how to do better or or what is the next best step. I see it in um, people on their health journeys. They or in their finances or in their goals. They know that they need to do something. They have the awareness, they have the knowing, but they don't necessarily know how to do better in that space or what's the next step to act on that knowing. And on this drive, my body was in, there's so much pain in my body, just from the tension spiritually and mentally and emotionally that I've been holding in my body from stress, from ignoring my path, from the the not knowing and allowing the not knowing to paralyze me from taking action, from old trauma and old fear, holding me back and keeping me in 
procrastination or trauma behaviors and responses of not acting, avoiding or overloading myself. And this is particularly true for my jiu-jitsu is that I haven't been able to train consistently, but what I can train is in physical preparation. I know enough that I can go for a run. I know enough that I can do a physical body weight workout. I know enough that I can do a mobility routine five minutes in the morning and five minutes before uh, I go to bed. I know these things, but I'm not doing these things. Now, I've been trying to understand why I haven't been doing these things or I beat myself up and it's like, you know better, but you're not doing better. And letting this kind of all roll around on a on a 10-hour drive and sitting with the physical discomfort in my body because my body is unwell, my body is restricted, it is not strengthened. And I'm not nurturing my body in the way that I know how and that it's asking for me to. And I decided to go and do this jiu-jitsu class with my girls and just train anyway. And there were two females on the map, my 16-year-old daughter, And Kate Wilson, a female black belt, probably, I think Kate's like between 50 and 60 kilos, absolutely amazing woman and jiu-jitsu practitioner, has been around on the Australian jiu-jitsu scene for almost two decades. And I train with both of these and to feel the strength from my 16-year-old daughter and to be literally thrown around by her doing the warm-up moves, I was like, I feel really uncomfortable because my body doesn't feel strong. I don't feel conditioned for this. And I absolutely hated every minute of it. And then when I got to roll with Kate to feel the strength in her grips, like she's, like I said, 50, 60 kilos, I'm 90 plus kilos and to feel the strength in her grips, the strength in her game and her skill, because she had done the work to condition herself She had shown up to her jujitsu and her own physical preparation with the best that she could. She did the best that she could with what she had. And it really just kind of built on the momentum of what I'd been thinking on the drive. And I made the decision to register for the Abu Dhabi World Pro in November in Abu Dhabi uh, for the Jiu-Jitsu World Championships. And the moment I registered despite not knowing how I was going to get there financially, despite not knowing how I was even going to train for this, um, not having access to um, like a gym and a team in this, in this current moment, I've got mats in my home and I still registered anyway, even not knowing the how. And as soon as I registered and I got the confirmation back, It was like this peace settled in my body. It was like my body just did this big (sighs) and some of the tension left my body because I'd made a decision to do something that my heart, that my ancestors and that my body are calling me to do, which is to compete internationally this year. And despite not knowing the how, just by having the courage to go, I know the what, And I know the why behind my jiu-jitsu and my calling to go back to international competition and that this is a step towards my journey towards black belt, trusting myself enough to know that I will figure it out, trusting myself enough to go, it is not about being the best in the world. It is not about comparing myself to the best in the world or how much they can train or where they sit. It is about coming back to my knowing of being able to do the best I can with what I have 
And it's about being my best self in those moments, both in the preparation and in the competition. And that my jiu-jitsu experience and my jiu-jitsu journey is mirrored alongside my cultural journey and becoming of becoming a cultural, knowledgeable woman of my own culture and practices alongside my jiu-jitsu journey allowed me to take my body just felt like it was coming home to itself. It was like she's finally following. She's finally starting to be congruent. She's finally starting to bring into alignment the things that she knows she needs to do with the actions and the mindset to move towards that, even though we don't know the how yet. And one thing I know from my journey through jiu-jitsu and through my becoming is that often the calling comes before the knowing. And often the knowing And the how reveals itself in the walking of that journey of me taking the next step and the next step will reveal the one after that. Where I come unstuck is when I try to see too far ahead or when I try to sit there and think logically with my mind of going, this isn't possible or this isn't smart. Where my body and my soul and my ancestors are calling for me to just surrender and trust. And I was doing a coaching session with my with my everything kind of coach, Jessica Gabrielli um, from Jagora Movement. And we were sitting there and we're, we're doing some work on my human design. And we've been doing two sessions a week, almost all year. The first session of the week is sacred yarning. It is a space for me to be held, seen and heard around my life experience for the week, like the literal events that have happened, how I felt about those events, what I've made those events mean, and kind of my my journey of learning and becoming and knowing and any challenges or blockages that I have and just holds that space for me. And then we reflect on the things, the work that we're doing through my human design, my executive coaching and um, the, the leadership development sessions that we're doing in a more strategic kind of learning development way. We reflect on how I've used that learning and those strategies in the week that was. So it's not just about sitting in those coaching sessions. It's about also having a space to reflect on the learnings and the doing of that coaching. And we were talking about my human design and the fact that one of my, one of my key strengths is my ability to surrender to the path and show up and allow the path to be what it's meant to be. And I've had moments of that. That's how I've won three world titles is because I let go of the need to figure it out. I let go of the need to know the outcome. I trusted the calling and I showed up to each moment and did the best I could with what I had. And the reason I've had those moments of success is because I didn't try to be the best in the world. I tried to be the best that I could be, my most powerful self in that moment. And in those moments, it was enough to get the win. And even in the moments where I didn't get the win, just walking off the mat, having my own self-respect was powerful. And even in the moments where I gave up or I quit and I wasn't my best self, I could learn from those things. I could sit with myself and look in the mirror and reflect and go, I lost because I didn't put in the effort. I lost because I let my mind and my fear control me. And bringing it back to why would I register for a world championship when I haven't been able to train? I don't have the finances. I don't have the training resources is because it's what I'm being called to do. And what I know is that by trusting and surrendering to my calling, the resources will come. The how will come. 
I know the what and I know the why, the how will figure itself out. And having the courage to show up to this journey and the courage to trust and surrender. But the difference in this season, the foundations of my surrendering will be in how I use my my persistence, my effort, my commitment, and ensuring that the actions that I take towards my preparation are congruent and in alignment with A, where I'm at and the capacity and the resources that I have, but also are in alignment with the trust and the vision of the calling that I have and the knowing that I am meant to be on this path. And my body has slept easier the last two nights. My body has moved more freely the last two nights, just my physical body, because I took action and committed to following a path that my logical mind says isn't available to me. But my experience, my confidence that this path is available to me comes from my history of being in these situations before where logistically, where logically and reality-wise on the outside, my, my eyes, what my eyes can see physically in front of me go, that's not possible for you, by you or through you. Like how are you going to pay for that when you've got a family to feed, when you've got a business to run or a job to do, or you're older than everyone else, or though your competitors have more than you do. Despite those things, I decided to be guided by my heart's knowing, by my ancestors calling and by my mind sight, not my eyesight. And that's a Les Brown saying. He says, when, when you can be guided and take action from your mind sight, not your eyesight, by the vision that you see in, that is possible in your mind that calls to you rather than what your eyes can see in front of you, you open up a whole world of possibilities. And as Annie Oprah says, when she surrendered and trusted that God had a greater plan than she could have for herself, her whole life opened up. For me, the more I surrendered to my dreaming, to the calling of my ancestors and my path of dream walking to dream weaving and my northern star being the change I want to see in the world, the experiences that I want to have in this world in my lifetime are the key to me being able to show up, are the key to me being able to manage the day-to-day challenges and meeting the moment for what it is, but choosing to act from what it could be. If I had the courage to create ripple effects and plant seeds that were incongruence, in alignment with my values, with my dreaming, with that vision. So here's to me having registered for the 2023 Abu Dhabi World Jiu-Jitsu Pro. So I'm competing in the adults professional um, level and I'm also competing in the master's level. I'm taking my family with me. We're all going to be competing And in this moment, I have no idea how I'm going to resource or fund a $25,000 trip, how I'm going to fund or resource a four and a half month training camp that I have, how I'm going to prepare for that in my day-to-day life whilst being a mum of six, Um, being Anishan, being the the founder and the managing director of Kilana. I have no idea. But what I do know is that I can figure it out and that My knowing is now being backed up by my trying to do better. Weaving it back to that saying that Maya Angelou, that that when we know better, we do better. That is not always the case, 
but I'm going to make it my case in this next chapter, in this next season, is that I'm going to follow my knowing and I'm going to allow my actions to guide me to do better based on that knowing rather than allowing my fears, my trauma or my logic and reality to dictate what is possible and moving towards my mind sight, not my eyesight. Big love you mob. And I hope that today something that you know but you have not been doing better on, you can have the courage to do better as called by your knowing that you can surrender to the fact that if you know something or you have a calling, you know the why and you know the what. You might not even know the what, but you just know that there's a why and a calling and you can have the courage to surrender, to take an action or a step towards that, even though you may not yet know how you're going to do that thing. You may just need to take a step forward. Even if you don't know what that next step is, it's do some research Ask yourself, what if I did know, what would that next step be? If I did know, what would I say? And for me, registering for the Abu Dhabi World Pro 2023 in November, four and a half months to train and prepare to raise the money and to still show up to my day-to-day responsibilities and obligations while in preparation for this moment, this experience, this calling, I know I'm on the right path because my body feels more at ease. My spirit feels more rested and my heart is more trusting knowing that I'm following my Northern star. I'm following my heart. My heart is my compass. My energy is my guide. And those things are both lit up by this, this calling, this, this action, this moment. Big love you mob and here's another step towards my journey towards Black Belt.